Hello and welcome to Sacred Heart Radio. I'm Father Michael Delcom, pastor of our community, and I'm grateful you've joined us today. Before we dive into today's message, I want to thank you for your support. At Sacred Heart, we're super excited about our mission to encounter Jesus and become missionary disciples. None of this would be possible without the incredible generosity and dedication of our supporters like yourself. Whether it's through prayer, time, or financial contributions, you allowed us to carry out our mission and touch the lives of countless individuals. If our ministry has helped you along the way, either with this podcast or with our online streaming, please consider financially partnering with us if you're not doing so already. We want to continue our virtual presence in an ever-challenging world, and your support allows us to do that. You can visit shbrusard.org and click the Give button. There you can find ways to support and partner with us on our mission. Another way to support us in our mission is just to share this content with others. Again, on behalf of our team, thank you for listening today. Let's get to today's content as we grow together. Hope I get something out of Mass today. Hope maybe Father gives me a little takeaway, something I can write down, something I can pray with this week. Just want to affirm some of you, especially Mark McAnally, for bringing his, his notebook to, to church. He brings his Bible. He takes notes. He... He just listens to the homily and his family. I know many of you do that. Just for some, some reminders, some, some takeaways, so we can kind of process and pray and go throughout the week. I would propose to you this week, this day, that maybe instead of focusing on a takeaway that you can take away from Mass, perhaps you can focus on something Jesus might want to take away from you. Maybe you came to church with something that Jesus might want you to leave here so that you can leave the church more free, more alive, more available, more receptive, more of a listener, more available. Because you see, Jesus is a prophet. And prophets, as it's been said before, um, afflict those who are comfortable and comfort those who are afflicted. And so when Jesus speaks, things happen. Perhaps those who are comfortable in their life but maybe don't need to be comfortable, maybe they're in a in a space that is compromising their holiness or compromising their life and relationship with the Lord, Jesus, when he speaks, wants to make them a little uncomfortable so they will move, so they will change. Maybe those who are maybe struggling with life, struggling with, with despair or darkness or lack of faith, Jesus wants to speak words to take away fear, to take away restlessness and bring comfort and peace. So today, as we talk and have this conversation, just want you to be listening to what's stirring in your heart. Because as Jesus speaks, as he's in our presence, he wants to do something and perhaps take something away from you. Our first reading is about Moses. Moses is a prophet. Moses, again, is someone who speaks on behalf of God. A prophet is one who is a voice piece of God. They are a middleman, in a sense. God speaks to them, and they speak to people. 
They speak on behalf of God, and often they speak a challenging word that people need to hear. They speak a comforting word that people need to hear. Moses often did that for God. Today in the first reading, it says this, as Moses is speaking, a prophet like me, the Lord your God, will raise up for you from among your own kin. To him you shall listen. It goes on to say, whoever will not listen to his words, which he speaks, the Lord will make him answer for it. So we need to listen to the prophets. They speak on God's behalf. The prophet that Moses is speaking about in the book of Deuteronomy is a foreshadowing. It's prophetic about who Jesus is. Jesus is a prophet, but Jesus is not a prophet who speaks the Word of God. Jesus is the Word of God. When Jesus speaks, He is literally the Word of God speaking to His people, and His Word is powerful. It has authority. Today, when Jesus spoke in the synagogue, they were in awe and wonder. They were amazed. Who is this that speaks with such authority? So I want you to imagine this. Jesus is going to the synagogue. A reminder, um, Jewish people had two places to worship. They had a synagogue and a temple. Temple is the place where the priests were. That's where the altar was. That's where they would go and offer sacrifice to God. They would burn offerings to God in the temple. There would be smoke and blood and various animals being sacrificed. Their prayers would be offered to God in the temple. But in the synagogue, they had the scrolls, and they would go to listen to the word of God proclaimed in the scrolls, in the scriptures. And then there would often be a rabbi there teaching people. So they were learning about God's ways. Today in the gospel, it says this. They came to Capernaum, and Jesus entered the synagogue, and he began to teach. Now, I want you to imagine this. The Word, the living Word, walked into the synagogue where people go to listen to God's Word. They, can't, they go to be informed and to learn and to grow in holiness, to have their whole life pervaded with God's Word. And the Word Himself walks in. And there was one person there who was afflicted with a demon. It says an unclean spirit. And I want you to notice this. No one really recognized Jesus, but the unclean spirit clearly recognized Jesus. We know who you are. You're the Holy One of God. That which was unclean recognized Jesus and knew that Jesus had authority over them. What are you going to do with us? And Jesus, as he has done many a times in the scriptures, he says, Be quiet get out of him, and he casts them out, right? Jesus is the light of the world that comes to scatter the darkness. Jesus is the truth that has come to scatter lies. And when Jesus enters the room, when Jesus enters the synagogue, what happens is that which is not of God begins to get nervous. That which is not of God begins to get anxious because there's really not a battle. If you really look at it, there's not a battle. Jesus just has authority. There's no fighting. Jesus says, go, and he goes. So what I want us to do today is I want us to imagine 
that our heart is like the synagogue today that Jesus walks into. Imagine your mind and your heart, which you really are, you're a temple of the Holy Spirit. You're a place where God actually wants to be worshiped. You're a place where God wants you to be listening to his word all of the time, to be growing in knowledge, to be growing in maturity, full stature of God. Imagine your heart and your mind is this synagogue. And I want you to courageously make a choice to allow Jesus to walk into your mind and your heart. And I want you to courageously, and I say courageous because we have to actually make a choice and we have to be vulnerable to allow Jesus, the word, the light, and the truth to actually have access to all of your mind and all of your heart. And this is where the prophetic will come in. Jesus is a prophet. Jesus loves you and he loves me, but he loves you so much that he doesn't want to help you stay where you are. He doesn't want to leave you where you are. Jesus is going to speak to us and he's going to want to take away something from us that doesn't belong. He might want to take away from you, from some of you, maybe a habit or a behavior or a sin or a space or a place where you just like to hide, where you like to keep your own, your own relationship to yourself or your own habits to yourself or your own whatever it is. You know this place. Jesus has asked for it many a times and you've refused to give it to him, but he's not gonna stop. He loves you too much for you to think that life in its fullness includes that. See, when Jesus walks in the synagogue, the unclean spirit began to yell, began to scream because he knew that Jesus had authority over him. He knew that he did not have a place in and with Jesus. What do you do with us, Jesus? Have you come to destroy us? If we could have faith that Jesus would not take away anything from us that is healthy for us, that he would not take anything from us that is good for us, he only wants to take something from us that's not good for us. And for some of you, Jesus may want to take away fear, or he may want to take away anxiety. He may want to take away restlessness. He may want to take away resentment our bitterness. He may want to take away this obsession you have from the past of things you've done, things that have been done to you, things that are holding you, right? He comforts the afflicted, things that are holding you from actually seeing and believing the fullness of God. What would it look like if we would all in this church today as we continue to pray together would say, come on in, Jesus. I'm not afraid. Come on in and have access to my mind and my heart.
Whoever will not listen to my words, which I will speak, I myself will make him answer for it. It's important that we listen to the prophets. They love us and they're speaking on God's behalf and Jesus comes and speaks a word of truth, a word of love to each one of us. That's the beautiful thing about God. He knows where we are. He knows exactly where we are. He knows what we need to hear. He's gonna speak to you something different than he's gonna speak to me because he knows where you are. He knows what you're holding on to. He knows what you need to hear. He knows what you need to let go of. He knows exactly what he wants to take away from each one of us. Let's spend just a few minutes in silence. If you could, courageously, invite Jesus into your heart and your mind right now, and he would walk in, what would you hear? What demon would you hear? What habit would call out? What anxiety or fear or worry would Jesus want to speak to? What would he want to take away so that we could be more free?